Here's an interesting question. I feel like I uh, have a PhD in answering this question, but I, I will allow panelists first crack at it. Can I get some training on how to talk to the bill companies? They will cut your stuff off quick and then charge an extra hundred dollars to cut it back on. How do you talk? Listen, I, we've all been there where once upon a time, at some point, I say we've all been there, maybe some haven't, but a place where you're trying to build a business, you're pouring every dime you got back into it, and you may be 30, 60, 90 days late on a payment. And how do you deal with that? I think that's a good practical question. Marty. I think that's a very practical question. And I think that as small business owners or 1099 employees, whatever you consider yourself coming out of the gate, it's something that you need to understand how to manage. But one thing that I learned from Fitz a long time ago, I've never been in this quite this bad of situation, but I've been in some tough spots where if you're behind on your electricity bill, if you're behind on your rent or mortgage payment, call them, call them and speak to them because you're not going to hide and they're not going to find you. They know where you are. And so what I've learned through Fitz and through other mentors is if you're two months behind, pay half, pay one. They're not going to turn it off. Give them something and then tell them you'll call them back in two weeks or give them something and tell them you'll try harder next month. All they're looking for is for you to communicate with them. And so when it comes to your rent, if you're three, this is Fitz's example. If you're three months behind, give them one. They'll let you stay. They haven't kicked you out yet. And so if you're communicating with them, they will help you. And especially what I've noticed now is I'm hearing on the radio. I'm seeing it on social media. People are still using the COVID uh, help. And so you can call these uh individual companies and say, Hey, you know, COVID's got us a little behind and they will work with you. And I hate to use excuses, but use what you got. And so a lot of these people are sending out messages on the radio. I heard it yesterday, uh, Texas Mortgage Association, and you can get up to $65,000 if COVID has affected your payment or whatever, if you're behind on your mortgage or your homeowner's insurance and stuff like that. So guys, just communicate with them and they'll work with you. But if, if you're really far behind, just give them something. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the biggest answer is communicate with them. And, and I can tell you um, there were plenty of times bill collectors were calling me and I answered the phone and uh, they thanked me. They said, you know, like, I mean, it was once a month, I was talking to the same guy. <laughs> He's like, you always answer the phone. I was like, yeah. He said, uh, you never, you never send me to voicemail. You know, you know, you just, you always answer the phone. You're always honest. I said, well, I mean, this where I'm, I am where I am. I borrowed the money. You guys, you know, loaned it to me at an exorbitant interest rate, but I borrowed it and it is what it is. I mean, it's what I got to do now. I'll tell you. So some quick stories. When I was in uh, living in North Carolina, first year of marriage, I, I wasn't in the insurance business yet. I was just hustling, trying to get a, a business, like eight businesses off the ground. And um, <clears throat> my lights got cut off. And Heather was getting like 23,000 a year, something like that, fresh out of college. And uh, the power got cut off at the house. Well, this was in my hometown. I grew up in a small town. So I went down to the electric company where I knew the guy. And I mean, now this is, a, I don't know, I couldn't do this in Dallas, but in my small town, hometown, I know the person asking this lives in a small town, hometown. I went down to there and I was like, hey, bro, there's a buddy from high school. I said, I need my lights back on, man. He said, well, it's going to cost you this much money. I said, I don't have it. He said, well, I can't turn them on. I said, you're married, right? <laughs> 
Yep. Does your wife know about the time that in high school when we, and he's like, uh, no, I said, do you want to keep it that way? Uh, I mean, I, I, I can look her up, let her know. He's like, lights are on. Don't worry about it. We'll have somebody out there today. So like I wasn't above threatening, uh, bribery, uh, whatever it took, you know, cause I need my lights on. I did not want my wife to know when she got home from work that we had not paid that bill. That's called extortion. Is extortion? Hey, way, okay. I didn't know if you knew that. You yeah. Know, I'm, 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 hey, if go, you know my story, I'm down with extortion. I'm, I mean, since eight years old, I'm, I've been, I've been, I've been, I don't do it anymore. It's illegal. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, legitimately, we fought and scrapped and scraped. I mean, if you don't know our story, it's a good one. Uh, there's lots of good stories out there. Ours is a good one. We, when we moved from North Carolina to Dallas to start the agency here, we've been married for about a year. We didn't have enough money to stop and spend the night in a hotel on an 18-hour drive. We drove straight through because we didn't have the money. It wasn't like I was trying to be some superhero. And once I got here, I really I heard from stage one time a speaker say that he used this system for paying his bills, and I adopted it. And, and I've heard other people tell the story. I don't know if they're telling my story if they heard the same speaker, but this is legit what I did. Um, the bills would come in. I'd go ahead and put them in the trash can. For example. Here's a trash can. Bills would come in, and I just go ahead and put them in a the trash can. And then uh, at, at the end of the month, when bills were due, I'd open up my checkbook and I'd reach in there, pull out a bill, and I'd pay it. And then I reach in there, pull out another bill, and I'd pay it. And when I ran out of money in my checkbook, I just quit paying the bills and just left them in the trash can. And that was legit my system. And I mean, I heard somebody say it, and I was like, I'll try it. So when people would call collecting the money, I'd be like, Hey, listen, I got this system. <laughs> and I described the system to them. They're like, you are crazy. I was like, I'm crazy, but I'm not dishonest. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to shoot straight with you. I will pay you your money back and I'm not going to file bankruptcy. Please work with me. And they did. They did. I mean, I was 120 days late on a credit card payment and they gave me $2,500 with no interest. What? Yeah. And I can, I can tell you, I remember being in a Buffalo Wild Wings when a hailstorm hit and we had one car at that point and everybody in the, in the, in the, we're watching March Madness basketball and everybody's like, we got to go save our cars. And they're running out in this, there is chunks of ice falling from heaven. That's a long way. They're running out there, risking their lives for their freaking car. I could not believe my eyes. And they're driving it under a Sonic drive-in, you know, so they could get the shelter of the Sonic drive-in on their car. I, meanwhile, was standing at that front window going, yeah, my buddy's like, you're getting major hail damage on your car. You could see my car denting like every, you could see it. He said, that's your only car. What are you thinking? I said, I'm thinking insurance claim, man. Where was State Farm? I'm going to go through one of those drive-through deals. They're going to give me a check. And they did. It was like $5,000. I said, hey, it was literally manna falling from heaven. We survived another day. I mean, if you need stories like that, I got plenty of them and we made it through. But that's the thing is we made it through. We did what we had to do to get through and we got through the other side. We paid all our bills off. We're completely out of debt and have been for a long time. And so uh, I, I say, I go back to saying, you just got to be honest with them. You got to talk to them. You can't avoid them. When you commit to something, you do it. In other words, you be an adult, right? Don't run from it. Don't be a child, be an adult and just, just say, Hey, here's where I'm at. This is what I got. Don't cut me off, man. Cause it's not going to get better. If you do, you'll get your money. 
Bell. Just want to talk about prioritizing what you do pay. Mm. The things that make you money. Mm. So when you don't have enough, make sure you pay your cell phone bill because your cell phone's how you make money in this business. Make sure you get your leads. That's how you make money in this business. And then prioritize those household bills that maybe have a little more grace. Um, when Jake retired from the army, we lost $120,000 a year overnight. Mm. 120 grand gone overnight. And we went through some tight times. Our son was in college. Um, you know, he, he retired from his, his job and, um, and we were trying to build a business and, um, you know, trying to help agents along the way. We literally sold everything out of our garage that did not make us money. Tools that we had. Um, uh, like, this is how we sold a firearm, guys. My family doesn't sell firearms. Like that, that's, that's like, no, 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 no. That's that you keep those. We sold a firearm, right? You, we sold anything that we could sell to get us the capital mm. to operate our business. Mm. And, um, you know, we sold furniture. It's like, ah, we ain't sitting on the couch anyhow. Like we all busy working, like get rid of the couch, get rid of the TV, cut off the cable. Oh my gosh. If you're building a business and you still have cable TV, cut it off. Have a conversation with your family about, hey, we're going to invest that in our future. So in the future, instead of getting that like that game day package, we're going to go to the games, right? We're, like, we're building a future to do that. But just prioritize what you do have on the things that, that you can't afford to go without. You can't afford to go without food and you can't afford to go without what operates your business. And then like, like Fitz said, you know, the rest of it, it'll come full circle. The most empowering thing I ever heard was Paul Roberts' story of how his his house got foreclosed on while he was in this business. His house got foreclosed on. He had to walk away from it. He talked about how heartbroken he was, how embarrassed he was. That man is a partner with integrity now. Partner with integrity. Owns a beautiful home. Guys, it is a season. Mm -hmm. If you're willing to sacrifice, and I'm not saying lose your home. I'm not saying that. But you can go through that level and bounce back better when you are doing the right pursuits, when you're handling it to the best of your abilities moving forward and realizing that it's in the pursuit of better. It's you're not out now wasting your money on, on just going out to eat and entertainment. That that's insane. There should be none of that. If you're in a position where, where you can't pay, pay your necessities. Right. But when you look at what's on the other side, and what is possible here, reinvesting in your business has got to be the number one part. If you're willing to put in the grind behind the reinvestment, if you're willing to put in the grind behind the reinvestment, and if you're not having an honest conversation with yourself, am I willing to go through this? And it's okay if you're not. It's okay if you're not. Not everyone is designed for that. Not every family wants to do that. And no one's judging that. But when you, when you decide to commit, just know that on the other side of that is just so much better, just so much better. That's good. And I'm glad you said that at the end there, Bill. It's, you know, nobody, nobody's saying you have to do these things. We're telling the stories of what we did. Um, and, and I think really, if you dive into some biographies or autobiographies of uh, the success stories that you, maybe you're not familiar with the story, but you maybe know the name, uh, you'll find many of them did the same kind of stuff. Uh, that's what inspired me to do it. It's like, okay, this is what other people have done to be successful. I want this bad, man. Like I want it bad more than air. I want this. 
and I did whatever I had to do. And I understand and give grace to those who are like, yeah, I'm not there. I get it, bro. Nobody's forcing it down your throat. You, you just do what you do what you want. Right. But this is what we did. Joe. Uh, yeah, I'm glad this came up because, you know, it kind of takes me back to the times when I was struggling very hard in this business because I was, uh, I was just trying to make it right. And, you know, all of us can go off on some stories. Some of us, you know, maybe we're going through some difficulties right now, but the, the big thing that I, I, uh, I wanted to fix was my systemic problem uh, when I came to this business was uh, that I was spending more money than I had. Right. And it wasn't because of this business. It was, that was, that was a thing that was going on in my life. And so um, when you're out, when you're out living your, your, your production, you know, it's really difficult, you know, and it can mess with your head and uh, mess with your psyche. You mess with a lot of different things, but you know, I learned a long time ago that money problems are often fixed with money. Right. And there's a lot of problems that we can deal with that it fixes with money. Now, one of the things that I realized about this business also is that um, every excuse that I had was busted up by somebody else, like outworking me, <laughs> you know? So a lot of my secrets to actually getting, like increasing my, my, uh, my income were based upon, you know, what kind of activity I had that I was still in control of. And I wasn't doing everything that I could do to control the income of my of my business, right? I'll tell you one thing I did learn a long time ago is that, you know, yes, though, you know, you gotta you gotta feed the machine, right? If you make money, you gotta make sure you have somebody to call. Those are leads and you got gas in your car and you've got to have uh your cell phone because you gotta stay in business, right? But I want to just kind of throw something out there to you new, new folks just kind of considering these things like, you know, run out of money, um, things like that. This is what I want to encourage you to do. One, if you're working full-time job right now, don't quit your full-time job, right? Use this as side hustle, right? Until it eclipses your full-time income and then you've got some stability there. And then ask your upline to see if it's a good idea for you to make that move. Ronnie just did that. And it was not a snap judgment for her to do it. She spent some time talking to Diane, I'm sure, right? A lot of many, many weeks, right? And then just like, okay, well, she examined her business and said, yeah, it's time for you to pull a trigger. I remember that I was doing the same thing. And I was begging Fitz. I was like, man, please, I want to come over full time. He said, show me that you can write 25000 in a month. And then, then we can talk about it. And that's what I did. I got, I think I did $24,792 and 60 some cents. I'm being facetious. It was really kind of close, right? But then he's like, all right, man, let's go. But he had seen consistency in my business. And then he said, yeah, it's time to go. But even then, all right, the struggle, man, like the, the business, you know, it's up and down here, right? It could be really good here, and it can be kind of kind of lean. So, but one of the things I love about our team is that we're surrounded by people who are just destroying excuses, right? Delilah proved that you can just really make money out of thin air. Like you can go outside 
in some heat with a lanyard and a smile <laughs> and an iPad and go make some money. Right? I just appreciate that so much. Michelle has proven that Michelle's been proving stuff to me for a long time. Right. Mm. Um, when I heard Michelle actually had slept in her car while she was running business, I felt like a total wuss. <laughs> I was like, man, I can't go out there and not, you know, and stay over, you know, night somewhere. It'd be dangerous, you know? And uh, Michelle sleeping in her car. I was like, oh man, I'm such a, I'm such a coward. And I just started sleeping. I got stories about sleeping in my car. I think a lot of you people out here do too. Right. But she inspired me. But what more inspired me is like she doggone got leukemia and then she's making sales from the doggone hospital bed. I don't like maybe she's throwing up on the side and then she's selling some stuff to the nurses. I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. But, you know, the thing is, is that the income that is the bottom line is this is that the income that we make is it, there's a lot that is still in our control, guys. You know, and um, we, I think we need to do we need to give this business the credit that it deserves, because if you're living on a knife edge and your expenses are a little bit too high, there's only so low you can get your expenses. I get that. Right. But if you if you if you need to if your expenses for, say, are five thousand dollars, you can make six thousand dollars in this business regularly. If your expenses are a little bit higher like a my minor higher i live in kirkland right i got really high expenses i kind of got rid of the excuse of my kids being the excuse that my expenses are so high and i just said oh, i'm just gonna go be a man i'm gonna go make the money that i'm supposed to make to take care of my family because possibility is there so um spend some time getting your activity right by being on the dcc right or no no getting your mind right by being on the dcc right get your mind right get on the dcc read crazy sound of books like the magic of thinking big right ask your growing up line to see what you can do to kind of start to reprogram yourself then also you might need to modify your activity so that you can change what's going on with your with your, your your results, you might need to start tracking your numbers and talking to your upline about it. You might need to start doing things that are out of your comfort zone so that you can increase the amount of money that you're making on a regular basis. Because I promise you this, you can eliminate that issue of your expenses are too big or too great for your income. That's what the hope of this real this business is. It allows us to operate into in that space where we can make more money than we spend. Not only that, then we could we can get past paycheck to paycheck. We can do that. And not only that, we can build real legacy income for our families. That exists here. So if you're in a situation where you're like, ah, my expenses are beating me up, understand. I understand that. Many of us understand that, but also understand that that's a temporary situation. If you acknowledge it as such, there's a permanent situation that exists right here. There's a life of abundance. And I just want to encourage you guys with that. That's good. That's good. I know Michelle and Diane want to add some words and uh, I definitely want to hear it. So, but, but we got to get to some other questions too. <laughs> so with that said, Michelle. Hey, sleeping in your car builds character. <laughs> 
Chuck Norris not, wears Michelle Alleman pajamas. I'm just saying. She's bad. And humbling yourself, you know, to begin again in life is, is just a great experience. So many of my stories are very similar to Bell's because my husband made that kind of money when he quit his job. And we had four kids to put through college and a daughter who I swear we spent a hundred grand on the wedding. They'll never tell me how much we spent, but I today still counsel some of my customers on how to deal with their credit situation. And guys, we played the credit card game for a while. And, and now I'm, you know, we are completely debt free and our life has completely changed and it, your life can change too. You just got to believe you can do it. And we can, uh, we can literally make money out of thin air in this business. And if you just do the work, um, and that's, you know, that's what I wanted to share. You know, one of my, I mean, especially in this interest rate environment that we're in right now with credit cards, people can get into a lot of trouble with credit card debt um, and not being able to pay it off. So counsel with someone to help you do that because there's definitely easier ways to, to do it and talk to people one-on-one. -on -one. We always mentored with Fitz before Mike quit his job so, and, and we doubled our income when he quit his job. So everything worked out. You just have to be prepared. That's good. Diane, land this topic for us. <laughs> it's a you good know, one. It's a good topic. It's a great topic because I think this is where the rubber meets the road, right? A lot of times people come in here and they're bootstrapped. I was. I was in a bunch of debt. And then what ended up happening, I prayed played the credit card shuffle like everybody else. And I got rid of everything. I mean, everything that wasn't going to make me money. So what Bell said, the only thing I kept, I kept one thing and you guys, oh, you're spoiled. I had somebody that was cleaning my house. I said, I'm going to have somebody clean my house. I'm going to make more money than cleaning my house. But I like to have a clean house. So I did that. Everything else went everything. But guess what didn't go? Every week, all chips back in. I had leads in my pocket and I was going. I wasn't saying, oh, I don't want to get rid of this. I don't want to get rid of that. Guys, you'll never move forward if you want to keep living in the comfort zone and think that you're just going to go like that. Sometimes you have to say, okay, all chips back in. I'm not going out to those dinners. I'm not doing that. I'm going to make this happen. And you're going to be able to live the life that other people dream of instead of just watching other people's results. So I know I got on my soapbox for a second, but I'm telling you guys, it's worth it. Everyone on here will tell you it's worth it. So just get after it and just make one more phone call and get those leads in your hands and go. That's excellent. <clears throat> Too much good stuff for me to wrap that up with, with, you know, points to take away. So I hope you took some notes. We're just going to drop the mic and let it go. <laughs> that was good. Good question. Good topic. Thank you, panelists. Can I help you? I sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. 
That's T-I-M-E-W-I-T-H-F-I-T-Z.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic and pick a time and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you soon. 